to the Race Rally Podcast, guys. Uh, I'm here with Nikki T and Derek today, and we're going to talk about our first festival of the season. We're going to kind of do a, a series of these with the festivals that the Rage Rowdy crowd got to attend this summer in uh, our festival tour. So, Derek, thanks for, for being here with us. Absolutely. Let's talk about CMA. Yeah. So, CMA Fest. So, this is CMA Fest is the first weekend of June every year. And it's one of my absolute favorite festivals to go to. It's just complete overload of country music for as long as you're there. Uh, the main festival runs for four days, but that entire week is just debauchery and just amazing country music everywhere. So this was this was Derek's first CMA Fest as a natural resident. And it was my fourth coming down and, and being down there and just participating in it and Every year when I go down, I end up there for more days. So, well, what just, was this? What was this year? Nine days? Ten days? Nine days. Yeah. Nine days. <laughs> so we just keep adding on, keep adding on. There's just so much good stuff that's going on that week that no matter how long you go, it just feels like you're you're missing out a little bit on uh, if you're not there the entire time. Yeah. So uh, it's a it's it's really great, and I, I think you know. It's, probably one of my absolute festival favorite festivals that I've been to. And uh, we'll, we'll get into some of the breakdown of, of what we did, what we saw, some of the things that we loved and uh, go from there. So we got down there. I got down there. Derek, of course, lives down there. So he was down there the whole time. And uh, we set up shop basically for a full week. So we got the full experience. Um, the main festival, like we said, starts on Thursday, but, there's great events the whole time, specifically starting with Whiskey Jams. Whiskey so, Jam. Yeah. Derek, you want to talk a little bit about Whiskey Jam, just what it is if people don't know it? Yeah. So uh, so Whiskey Jam uh, is run by Ward Gunther, um, normally at winners, sometimes at losers here in Nashville. Um, he always puts together a great lineup. It's a weekly event. Uh, it's been every Monday for seven plus years. Um, and now he's added Thursdays, uh, about six months back. So twice a week now, um, really cool event for, um, people to get their name out there. Uh, there's always a lot of singers and songwriters that attend, uh, just as fans. Uh, it's a great place to meet people. Um, a lot of big stars have come across that stage early in their career. So it's, it's pretty unique and, you know, it's, it's really become kind of like a home for a lot of Nashville people here. Um, so instead of being just on Monday that week, uh, Ward went big with three outdoor shows, uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, killer lineups, um, Riley Green, Mitchell Tenpenny, uh, Laney Wilson, Job Fortner, uh, Cal Daniel, all kind of people, Kenton Bryant, uh, Ray Fulcher, list goes on and on and on. Uh, it was a little confusing because, uh, you go to whiskey jam, it's Monday, right? So as if, you know, drinking for 12 straight days, didn't mash our brains enough. <laughs> it felt like we, we had three Mondays in a row. So I was just very confused from the start of the week. <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically with whiskey jam, he's, he takes over the parking lot for these shows and he does that a, a few times throughout the year, but it's just like a really big event in terms of just like Ward really is known for curating the up and coming artists in Nashville and all over, even if they're not in Nashville yet. And 
the the lineups that he curates for CMA Fest are just literally just all-star lineups. It's just star-studded from front to back, people that you know, or if you don't know, you should. Um, and it's just, it's a really cool event. And it happens all year long. And uh, if you don't know about it, you need to. <laughs> Every time you're in Nashville, you should make your trip over a Thursday or a Monday so that you can get out to Whiskey Jam. Um, but these ones, man, he just he just puts it on. And it's uh, I've, we've been going to that. We went a few years ago, and it was Joey Hyde and DJ Silver playing it. Uh, and it's just even grown bigger bigger every year since then. Just great lineups, great people, just the the place to be seen and to see people. It's just great. Um, one of our favorite other bands up that you didn't mention was Jericho Woods, which guys yeah. we love. Um, just yep. just such amazing artists that play there, you know, the whole time. And a little bit of everything, right? There's there's old school sounding guys. There's new guys. There's, you know, a little bit of rap rock here and there. You know what I mean? Just a little bit mm-hmm. of everything. Ward really curates a, to a very wide audience. And I think he does a fantastic job with it. So um, we went. Hell of a person, too. Yeah, absolutely. Great guy. He's been super good to us since we started Raise Rowdy. Um for me personally, he is a big part of why I decided to do something formal like this. Um, just a lot of my favorite artists I've learned through seeing lineups on Whiskey Jam stages and just, you know, looking at people and listening to their music from there. Guys like Riley Green, that's how I learned about Riley Green, was through seeing that he was playing the Whiskey Jam stage and just looking up his music from there. So it's just a great resource. Um, he has amazing playlists on Spotify. Um, he has a playlist of all the number one songs that came through Whiskey Jam. He has a playlist of the recent artists that have been there and just like other stuff, man. It's just really good stuff. And Ward's, Ward's doing the Lord's work uh, for, for new music, uh, him and, and his entire crew, because um, it's not just Ward anymore. There's a there's a whole team behind it. And it's it's just it's a really great thing to see. And it's a really, really important part of the scene down in Nashville. So it is a staple. Yeah. So we'll talk about some other stuff that we did other than Whiskey Jam. I mean, that was a big part of the start of our week. Midtown is the place to be um, throughout that first portion of the week. Um, but then we got lucky enough. We we made these hats. We got, we got our first hats through Dome, Dome Headwear, which is a great headwear company based out of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, our rep, Derek, is in Nashville. And actually, Ward is the one that made us that contact with them. And uh, our first hats we made through Derek are front row or don't go hats, which have been people have seemed to love. Uh, it's a, a you know foam back trucker hat. Uh, the, this original design is gray and black. And whenever Derek posted those that they came in, we got hit up by Derek and was like, "Hey man, are you uh, are you fans of cigars?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, that's one of my uh, other yeah, yeah <laughs> that's one of my uh, other." Uh, vices slash passions other than music is cigars. I have a, a cabinet humidor end table, I guess, instead of cabinet and end table humidor. That's pretty much completely packed with cigars way more than I need. And <laughs> lifetime uh, support. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he hit me up and said that crowned heads, which is the cigar manufacturer based out of Nashville and one of the best cigar manufacturers well, cigar companies, uh, they actually get their products made through some other great factories in the world in terms of cigars, hit him up and was like, man, I need one of those front row or don't go hats. So we got lucky enough to, to get connected with John Uber, who's the 
the owner and person that runs Crowned Head Cigars and got a chance to to go down to his facility there in Nashville and smoke cigars with him and just talk about life and talk about business and you know how he started up Crowned Heads and how we are starting up Rage Rowdy and you know even though they're in very different fields just similar things drive it right passion for something uh, you know hard work dedication stuff like that so it was a really great experience for us and we left there giving him some of our uh, our merchandise for his his wife who is really lives that front row or don't go life <laughs> and uh, we left there with a lot of amazing freaking cigars that it's funny because I had packed cigars to bring down to Derek's you know, or to, you know, CMA Fest. And two of those cigars were crown heads that I brought <laughs> before we even had this happen to us. So it's just a really crazy experience how passion for one thing leads to, you know, connections in other parts of the industry. Yeah. So, wanted to mention that it was, I think one of it, not music related at all, but one of my favorite experiences from the week. Yeah. John was, John was, Great guy, great host. I mean, he hooked us up with all kind of stuff. I mean, he gave us way too many cigars, yeah. um, you know, tumblers, hats. What else did we get? We got an ashtray. Yeah. Uh, he hooked it up. He hooked it up. And he's just a great a great guy as well. And I think that's one of the things that that is similar between the cigar community and the country music community is there's just a lot of generosity and a lot of, like, family atmosphere there, right? And that's yeah. – that's something that you see in the country music community. And we've talked about it before. And I think it's based on the songwriting community and how that has just developed. And it's just, you know, people helping other people succeed, you know? And I think that's one of the things that why cigar culture relates so closely to the culture of country music. And I think it's pretty neat for him being down there. If you're ever in Nashville, or anywhere. I mean, they're carried all over the place. Make sure you grab some crown head cigars, some of the best in the business. And uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to there. Um, while we were down there, we got a chance to do some really cool things. I mean, lots of fun stuff. Uh, we actually did a podcast at Derek's with a band that we absolutely love called Crawford and Power, which hopefully you've listened to previous episodes and heard that episode. It's actually one of our best episodes we've ever done in terms of listens. So it sounds like you guys lo- loved it, <laughs> and we absolutely loved it too. Yeah, that, that was a fun one. Yeah, it was it was pretty neat too because we had some of our friends in town that we don't get to hang out with a lot, and they were kind of just there observing the the process of you know the live in person podcast, and then the you know them playing some live songs for us after. It was really cool to see their reactions to stuff. Also, uh, just just seeing how it's it's so cool for us just to get to sit down with our art, favorite artists and get to talk to them about questions we have or questions we think that you guys might have. And it's really cool to see that uh, on the faces of some of our friends from other areas. So it's, it's, it was pretty neat and a, a pretty good thing. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about the Ashley McBride fan club party too, which was, another highlight of the week specifically the early week. Um, so Derek and I and our other buddy, Matt got a chance to go with some other friends to the, uh, Ashley McBride fan club party, which was at a, a local brewery down there in Nashville. And man, it was some of those fan club parties you go to and you're like, okay, this is, a, this is pretty cool, man. This one was a hundred percent done. Right. So you, you want to talk about that a little bit, Derek? 
Yeah, uh, real cool venue. Um, it was kind of cool with just all the all the beer cans stacked up sitting next to you right there in the warehouse. Um, you know, t-shirt and uh, what one or two drinks was included, but. Yeah. Man, Ashley can can sing anything, man. It was it was really good, and you know her and Chris Harris backing her up. I mean, it was just killer. I mean, it was what basically like uh, acoustic, yeah. Um, just just kind of her singing her heart out to her fans. Uh, had a really good turnout. Um, Chris got up there and sang a couple couple songs. Uh, we had a chance to talk to him a little bit during the show as well. Um, really cool guy. It was cool getting to know him. I've seen him a few times since. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, that, that was that was a great one. Yeah, and she brought out Terry Clark, which a lot of people, when they're talking about Ashley's voice, uh, they they say Terry Clark in that same breath. So it's, it was pretty neat to have Terry and and Ashley together on stage, and it's it's really cool. So I'm I mean I'm in a a fan club party or not party fan club group on Facebook for Ashley, which uh, is Ashley McBride and the Dead Horse fans, and I think it's. I think it's really cool of Ashley. Ashley's one of those people that doesn't want it just to be all about her. Like she's really into, you know, making sure that her band is a big part of it too. So, I mean, first of all, I would recommend checking out that Ashley McBride and the Dead Horse fans fan club on Facebook. Lots of great people in there. Tons of great information on Ashley. And you really get a chance to see, see the people that are behind her, but also see who Ashley is and see just such a good person that she is and you know that that star rising uh pretty funny story when we were in down in nashville um i went and was dropping off a bag back at derek's i crashed at derek's all week thanks for that by the way derek of course <laughs> and uh we rally south headquarters yeah <laughs> so we uh we i was dropping my bag off and i was in an uber coming back into city after i did that and uh basically I was in the Uber with a guy and he's like, yeah, I don't know a lot about country music, but I'll tell you what, there's this girl, I forget her name, that the last two people that were in my car said is the next big thing. And I was like, Ashley McBride. And he's like, yep, you knew it too. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really cool because I mean, that that tells you the buzz that she has going on in that city right now, right? Two people in a row. And then I knew exactly who they were talking about. (laughs) So it's pretty neat just from, from that, just to see her, her star shine. Right. And, uh, that was a, a fantastic day that day. Um, got to do that podcast fan club party, got to hang out and of course went and drank more beer as we usually do. <laughs> ended up in Midtown, I imagine. That's, that's pretty much how it works. Yeah. Ended up in Midtown, spent away too much money, Yeah, but still spending less money than we would on Broadway. <laughs> True. So, um, yeah, then then the festival started, right? So all of that great stuff was all what they call pre-fest. So it's just packed full. And, I mean, we didn't even do all the stuff that we needed to do. And this is just the stuff that, that me and Derek did. Chris was doing all kinds of other stuff. Chris Yao, one of our other guys, was doing all kinds of other stuff, covering different events and just doing amazing stuff all week. Um, once the fest started – we kind of had a pretty big first day. So we did a charity event. So when we started Raise Rowdy, one of the things we talked about was that we wanted to give back to the community and we wanted to give back to the people that give us so much, right? So it was really important for us to to try to get a charity event going. You know, being that we were still pretty new, I just wanted to see what we could do to get that done to, 
to start giving back to the community as early as we could. Um, we don't really make any money yet. <laughs> we're, uh, we're making enough to stay afloat, but <laughs> we, uh, we, you know, wanted to make it a big part of who we are and our brand to, to make sure that we're trying to do what we can to help out people. Um, so we started it, we did a charity event and God bless Chris Yao for, for doing a lot of the legwork on it. And he secured a fantastic venue for us at AJ's right on Broadway. Uh, we got the karaoke room and uh, got to run an event with a lot of amazing artists. Derek, you want to talk about some of the artists we had there? Yeah. So we did uh, th- three separate rounds, um, kind of like your songwriter round sessions where uh, you get three people up on stage and you know they each sing a song one at a time for an hour for each round. Uh, so we, we kicked it off with uh, the very talented duo Terabella. Um, they got some great songs. They recently dropped an album maybe about six months ago now, four months ago. But if you guys haven't heard that, check that out. It's a good one. Um, we had the beautiful and talented Royal Lynn. Um, she's a name that you're hopefully going to hear sooner than later. Um, she's making some noise down here. We had David Tucker, killer guitarist, a uh, really good friend of ours. Uh, so that was the first round. Kicked it off with uh, some some superstars after that uh, locally. Um, Job Fortner, Ryan Nelson, Megan Patrick. Um, three of our absolute favorites right now. Uh, really good people. We've become friends with those guys. Um, so that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we had uh, Chris Wilson from the Wilson Brothers. Terry Lee Palmer. Uh, that's Terry Lee Palmer, the TLP. <laughs> Our spirit animal. <laughs> and uh, Tom Perkins. Um, so they uh, they closed it off for us. Um, but yeah, man, what a great time. We had, we had a really good uh, turnout. Uh, we raised some money for the charity. Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, fast forward a few hours after that, we're all at dinner. And, you know, we get thinking about paying for dinner. Nobody has their debit cards. We all left our cards at AJ's. <laughs> so I had yeah. to walk down and close a handful of open tabs. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I walked in. The floor was empty after our event, and there's the bartender just waiting for me to show up. Uh, pretty pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the event itself was great. Thank you so much to everyone that came out. It was really cool having just so many friends from different states that were in for CMA Fest all be there. Um, friends that we had just made over the, the few days before that showed up. Um you know, a lot of big names from Nashville were there to enjoy that with us. And a big thanks to everyone that performed. Yeah, it was, it was a fantastic event. I mean, we're still learning. This was our first event. So um, there were, of course, hiccups. You know, nothing ever works 100% correct. But uh, we really just wanted to make it a, a part of our CMA Fest and hopefully for years to come of, you know, working with the charity and, and getting – probably build a little bit more of structure into it and make it a little bit uh, easier and, you know, more well-known, but it was, it was fantastic to do that. AJ's was a fantastic host. It's a great venue. Um, they have the old school honky tonk feel, the classic name of Alan Jackson, fantastic bartenders, just a really great staff. And I can't thank them enough for, for letting us have that event as new as we are and as small as we are uh, to let us uh, have that and, all of our friends for coming out and all of our people that we have met online and didn't know yet and met for the first time there. It was just a really cool, really surreal event. Um, 
And then from there, we got to go and do a, another really, really cool event that we got to be a part of, which was uh, Chris Amore's Sweet Party. So we'll explain a little bit about that and how that started. So Christy is just a really huge country music fan, and she has this, this just group of amazing other country music fans, and they're just so passionate about music and the industry and just people in general, just really, really good people. And we've got a chance to online meet them uh, just through mutual admiration of artists. And she asked us to be a part of her event. Um, her previous events she did in, she has a suite that she rents out for CMA Fest every year. And so she had had artists come into the suite and play it. And she had, I mean, really crazy artists. So uh, two years ago, well, I guess two years ago, yeah, it was Luke Combs and Rowdy Rob, mm. which is just, you know, their star has just, blown to the top of the sky since then and then last year was eric dylan who's one of our absolute favorites um in terms of songwriters producers you know artists in nashville just guys in general um just one of those guys that just is what music city is about um and just someone that we absolutely love and then this year they decided to to do a big and got a venue and got man just a ton of great artists to play it some full band sets, some writers around sets, just all kinds of different stuff throughout that party. And, you know, op- not open bar, but the bar was open for everybody to get their drinks. Um, we were actually able to set up a merch table. So that was our that was our second able, ever merch table, first at an event in Nashville that we got to run. And, man, we sold, we sold more stuff there than we probably did in three months online. <laughs> so, yeah. That was really cool. And it was cool because we just kind of got to hang out. I mean, we had a bunch of friends in town that don't necessarily work for the company, but they're part of our raised rowdy family. And they're all just sitting behind the table. We're all beer in hand, you know, just, just being us. And also just, you know, slanging out all kind of merch on the side. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good time. And I mean, the, the lineup they curated was great. Again, it's just focusing on artists that are a, the heart of the community or B just don't get enough spotlight. Right awesome artists like spin and you know other great artists like jeremy noble who we've become friends with and just fantastic guy big rob schneider Job played it uh just man just so many aaron enderlin who's freaking awesome and then rowdy rob got up and played which is awesome got up there. riley green got up there he wasn't announced yeah eric dylan yeah eric was there so eric and riley are really good friends and then yeah, Riley got up and played a song for us, which was freaking amazing. Just, It's just cool to be in an event like that, and it's almost like a family, right? Like the people that you're seeing there, it's, it's just such a community. And we get to meet a lot of the people that we had been friends with or just made connections with online and got to really meet them for the first time and hang out. So it was yeah. a really neat event. And it, for that, me, was, that was really cool. I mean, all the people that we just mentioned that were on stage, I mean, everyone was giving us, you know, shout outs and it just felt good that they appreciate what, what we and what you Nick do for them. Um, and you know, we got to enjoy great music and there was a, a lot of raised rowdy hats being worn and it, it was just a proud moment for us. I'd say. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. It's, it's really humbling to see the support that we get from people and, you know, from you guys in general, listening to this, just listen to me and Derek talk about our experiences and listening to the artists that we think are great artists. And, uh, it's, it's really humbling and just, it makes us feel so good to just have people behind us that are 
that are just really into the same kind of things that we are and pointing in the right direction. So that was a fantastic day. And then of course we went out after as we always do every day that we're in Nashville. (laughs) That was was exhausting uh, after our event and that event, I was pretty spent that night. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, it was definitely, that was definitely a challenging day because again, this is all new for us too. It's not something that we're used to doing, but it was overwhelming in the best possible way, you know? So it was, uh, really cool. And then let's talk about real, like the actual main stages of CMA Fest uh, now. Yeah. So all so, of this stuff that we did, it was so amazing. We, we basically had like a full week's worth of stuff happen. And then CMA Fest actually started. And I was like, what are we going to do with our lives? <laughs> let's get into that. So yeah, that Thursday, we, uh, the opening act for the the stage, which is the riverfront stage, which is the biggest stage that's not Nissan Stadium, right? So it's the the stage where the biggest artists play. And sometimes artists will play on Nissan and on that stage. Yep. So why don't we talk about, why don't you talk about uh, us getting there, Derek? Okay, and, uh, so uh, so we're <laughs> eager to get there to see John Party, uh, one of our absolute favorites. Um, a lot, you know, our whole group of friends, just he has so many good hits. Um, so we're on the way and well, how do I put this? Well, you know, roads are closed for CMA fest. We, we expected that. Um, it's the same route that I take into work daily. So I know a couple shortcuts. So I try to take one of those shortcuts. So we end up driving over across the river by Nissan stadium. Uh, first roads closed. That doesn't work. Second road closed. Go to turn around. Uh, there's a cop stopping the girl driving the car in front of me. So she just decides to throw it in reverse right into my car. Just crushes my car. So I get out and look, there's definitely some damage. My bumper is broken. Uh, It wasn't terrible, but it was broken. It was dented. It was scratched. I was very frustrated. Uh, Cop was right there again. That was directing traffic. He's like, why don't you guys pull over? We'll get a report. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see John party though. You know, I don't really have time to waste. (laughs) This girl looks at me and I'm just like, don't worry about it. Jump in my car, drive, park, and go watch John party. (laughs) The guy was like, are you serious right now? He's he's like, you're not going to do anything about this. I'm like, yeah, I want to see John party. (laughs) That's how that went. (laughs) Looking back, not the best decision. Um, (laughs) Not very good adulting on my part. Um, let me tell you five minutes into seeing John party, I was, I was a happy camper. Not going to lie. <laughs> that's uh, it's the things you'll do for music, right? That's, right. A, that's a testament of what you'll do to see your favorite artists right there. Yeah. Just so. the rest of that day, like Der- Derek, I heard you wrecked your car. I'm like, I-, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was definitely a crazy start to that Thursday. And we had so many great events that we did. Like we said, that Thursday and, so much over overwhelming, awesome, and so much overwhelming everything, but uh, really cool. And uh, yeah, so that was that was Thursday. Man, it was a great day. And then uh, the so every day, just like John Party opened that stage, there is a person that opens up the Riverfront stage, and it's usually a really big act or someone that's really well thought of in the industry. And man, John Party's one of our absolute favorites. I'd say if I was naming top five bands, he's top five. Right. I agree. And then, yeah. And then the next day, you know, that week we were 
the Cadillac three opens up the riverfront mm. stage. <laughs> so we, uh, that is like, if you're talking straight bands, not bands that back up an artist that's under the artist name. If you're just talking bands, that's my band. Like that's my number one band. I'm in their fan club, which is the Cadillac three drinking club. Um, absolutely in love with that band i'll go see any time that they're in reasonable driving distance and sometimes unreasonable i make it out to see them uh just just big big fans and have been for years um so we went and saw them and man that was a really cool event that was good we we were right up front for that one and man they they throw down every time they never disappoint uh i don't know if you get any better than than jaron that's just the whole band, man. Yeah. Like, there's three guys in that band and they play like a seven person freaking they do. band. They do. You know? like, they just kill live. They, they're they so good live. It, it It's hard to explain. I mean, their album works amazing too. I love all of their albums, all three. If you don't have them, you should go check them out immediately. But man, something about their live show, just you can't explain it unless you've seen it. And it's, it's just as good at freaking Riverfront stage as it is in a honky tonk. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those acts that just has so much emotion live that just, I, I can't really explain it other than that, but killed it. They freaking killed it. I got lucky enough to see them at the HGTV stage too, which man, freaking awesome. Uh, HGTV lodge is a stage that you basically put in entries to win access to, uh, which is, man, it's just so much fun. It's, not air conditioned, but it is kind of air conditioned. It's cooler than outside. There's really big fan and there's a lot of good wind blowing through there. Um, and you just get to see your favorite artists on just a really intimate, really small stage. And uh, got lucky enough to see them as well as John Party in there. Uh, this was our first year covering the event. And hopefully we'll get the more people to be able to cover it next year. But it was just a fantastic, fantastic experience. Got some amazing pictures, some of which we posted in our CMA recap, some of the, which we posted all over our social medias during CMA fest and just, man, just great stuff. So, um, Derek, who were some of your favorite acts that we got to see throughout CMA fest of the, of the main event? Um, well, I, well, at, at Nissan, you mean, or just the, the stages leading just up? Just in general. I mean, which, whichever. yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned Cadillac three and John party. I mean, those were definitely two of the best, um, I really enjoyed uh, Mitchell Tenpenny over at the Hard Rock stage. Uh, that was that was a fun one for me. Um, and then uh, I forget, what was the name of the stage right outside of Bridgestone where uh, Riley Green played? Um, uh, the, so I just call that the Park stage. Yeah, I think it's called like the Rising Artist stage or something. Yeah, that might have been it. So there's guys. If you're not familiar, there's uh, ten or eleven stages. So it's it's hard to keep up with all the names sometimes. But uh, Riley Green. Uh, had just released. Well, or was this a day before he released his new album? I can't remember. No, that was that was after he was re- released the EP. Uh, okay. oh, well, no, I think it, it released was like it that Friday. Before. Whatever, but yeah, yeah, I mean, he he played some of the new stuff, some of the old stuff, but that was a really good set. And can can anyone have more fun on stage than our boy Alejandro? I mean, no. <laughs> he's just bouncing around and whipping his guitar. And but no, man, great. Great job there, and we ran into uh, to his buddy Eric Dillon in the crowd, and just a really good time. And I think you were up close covering that one too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's Riley's, and, and that's one of the things that, like, I posted an article, and that's one of the things that we really saw. So last year when we were at CMA Fest, 
I'd been a big Luke Combs fan and you just really saw everyone be into his music mm-hmm. and just like, you could just see that star rising. Right. And I mean, it makes sense. He's freaking albums platinum now, <laughs> you know, and yeah. has some of the biggest songs in country music. And you really, I don't know if it was to that level, but you really saw the rising of Riley green. Right. And at this point he's only had EPs out. Right, he doesn't even have that full album like Luke has. Yeah, but man, he signed a big machine and produced writing songs with fantastic songwriters, guys that I call the Chico guys, the guys that are just so damn good at songwriting, and a fantastic producer and Dan Huff, and just just amazing stuff that's going on in Riley's life. And I, for me, like that moment at Whiskey Jam where that entire freaking parking lot was just totally full. Yeah, I'm just like he filled it up quick. I'm like. This is Riley. This this is it. You know, like this is what I thought it was gonna be. You know, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it's just really neat to see it CMA Fest, and it's one of those places where you you really get to observe those moments, and you really get to observe the rising of because everybody that's at that festival is as crazy of a country music fan as we are. You know, right. if you're listening to this, you're probably a crazy country music fan. You know, <laughs> that's who that's who our target market is, is people that are like us, people that absolutely can't live without country music and, you know, music in general. And so it's just really a neat experience to see those moments where you just see an artist blossom. And uh, that was that was this CMA Fest for me was was seeing that with Riley Green and, and his band, who just the whole band, like you said, Alejandra, Ben, all those guys, Tyler, just when freaking everyone, Rob, just the whole band just kills it. They're just so good live. And it's uh, it's really cool to see that that star shine bright. Um, the one thing about CMA Fest, and it's it's really overwhelming, you want to be at every stage all at the same time, right? It's tough. There's, there's always, 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 always really big conflicts in my brain of, oh, man, I want to be at this stage for this artist, but I also want to see this artist at this stage, and they're on during the same time. Yeah. So it's – one of the things, if, if I can give advice, is just don't sweat it. You know, go see who you can see. You're not going to see everyone that you wanted to see. You're going to see some people that you didn't even know you wanted to see that are going to become your favorite artists. Like, I happened upon Luke Combs uh, in 2016 at because we were going to see Drake White at the park stage, and Luke Combs was playing before, and I was like, man, who is this guy? This is amazing. And it was Luke Combs. So it's you'll, you'll happen upon some of your artists. And that's why, for me, it really is a bucket list event. If you're a country music fan, if you're a big country music fan, you need to get to CMA Fest. You need to get there for as long as you can throughout that week. And you need to try to save up as much money as you can <laughs> because it's not cheap. Yeah. But uh, all those stages are free. You can do it cheap. It's just how we do it isn't really that inexpensive. Right. Uh, you know, and then let's talk about nissan stadium so let's talk about the main stage man that's um, that's that's everyone that you would want to see if, if you were choosing a lineup these are the names yeah it's pretty much 90 percent of the headliners that are touring that year are playing that stage and it's smaller sets so not every you know you're not getting a full hour and a half set or whatever but you're getting you know a good half hour set of that artist hits or the stuff that the artist thinks that you're going to want to hear some of the stuff you'll hear is the new songs that are going to be coming out because they actually film that for a, a, you know an event online. And actually, that's coming up really here real shortly. 
it's on CMA Fests on ABC this year, and it's August eighth. I think it's at seven p.m. So make sure you tune into that. You can kind of see the main stage, and then some of the side stage too, but mostly the main stage at Nissan Stadium. And you'll see all the awesome stuff that happens, all the awesome acts that are playing, who they bring out, surprises that they bring on stage, and that's one of the really neat things about that main stage. Is man, just crazy things happen. Like we were there, and you know, Luke Bryan and Keith Urban were playing the same day. That that wasn't this year, but it was a previous year, and you know, Luke. Luke Bryan and Keith Urban are playing the same day, which is, man, that's that's a great lineup just there to begin with. And then on top of that, you have Keith Urban was like, I'm just going to stay out here and play guitar with Luke Bryan the entire time. So <laughs> no it's just deal. like, yeah, no big deal. Um, you know, like one of the best guitarists in country music. I'm just going to hang out here and, and do that with Luke Bryan the entire time. So, And just like Zach Brown bringing out people, just it, whoever's there – you see a lot of like moments that are just really once in a lifetime moments or once in maybe our lifetime, at least I won't get to see those moments. It might happen one more time in existence, you know, but it's just really neat stuff that happens and you just really get a chance to see amazing stuff. Um, one of the things that I talked about in the past and it really true and, and not just this festival, but festivals in general is, and the people you you attend that with, you just become so much closer with. It's it's a moment like you have moments with them that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Yeah, and it, it just really sets your friendship and your time together apart when you go to a festival with people, even if they weren't your best friends at the time. You know, it's it's just something that I think is really cool. How many times did K Man say this is the best week of my life? Yeah, <laughs> once so every twenty, I'm... once every twenty minutes for the whole week, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. it's true, and and to your point, I mean the the country music community is a family. We we've said that before. You've said that multiple times, and you know your group of friends have become my group of friends. You know people that came through my place. Um, you know, from the airport before their place was ready, just hanging out here that week or people that, you know, I'm now getting closer and closer with. And it's pretty cool that, you know, like a lot of new friends were made that week. I mean, from people that just follow us, that were strangers that we met in person to our group of friends, it seems to just keep growing by, by the month, you know? Um, and, and like you said, yeah, we're, we're hanging out for five straight days with these people and really just getting to know each other and, so cool, man. I mean, just more friends are made every time we, we do one of these fests. Yeah. And that's one of the things that like with Rage Rowdy, that's been amazing so far is just meeting people, meeting you guys that are listening, you know, online or in person or, or online and eventually hopefully in person. It's just really cool to, because we're all the same people, right? We're all just really big country music fans. We're all people that love that live music experience that you can't get that feeling from anything else and just, you know, yearn for it more and more and just being able to be a part of that and kind of build a community, you know, and it's, it's really, it's really amazing to see. We were, oh man, we were, we were out and we went down to on Thursday and we went to honky tonk central on the second floor and we go, we go there and the, the guy on stage is wearing a Rage Rowdy hat. Like he he had got a Rage Rowdy hat from the event and he's a performer on Broadway and he's there rocking a Rage Rowdy hat on stage. And it's just, it's insane to me just to, 
to see stuff like that. And I mean, we have, I know how many hats we sold. We haven't sold that many, yeah. you know? So like seeing them all in really cool places and seeing you guys wear them when you send us pictures, just makes me smile every time I see it. Just want to let you know that, you know, the people, when we see you, when we see that flag or we see that hat or we see that t-shirt, it really means a lot to us and shows us, you know, that, you're good people. And that's what we hope to have in this community is just good people that are just big country music supporters and country music fans. So thanks to everyone that, that grabbed anything from us and that ever does, or that listens to this podcast, you know, just, just really yeah. great. So why don't we talk about our pool day, Derek? We kind of needed to take a little break. I mean, it, it was a hot week. Um, there was a lot going on, you know, a lot of beverages were, uh, were consumed um, so, you know, we needed a day off, so we decided a uh, pool party, you know, of course, more beverages were consumed, but we weren't out in the heat without, you know, somewhere to relax. So we ended up with, I don't know, maybe, maybe 15 people, not, nothing crazy. Um, but 15 <laughs> people floating around my pool, a uh, really good time. Um, we, you know, we, we got some good drinking games in there. Um, just really just, I don't know. We spent half a day relaxing. Um, the problem there, uh, my facility locked the bathroom. So we had 15 people, you know, peeing in the pool all day. Um, two days later <laughs> after CMA Fest clears out, I go to jump in the pool and there's like a whole section of the pool on the bottom is just like black. Pretty sure we basically ruined the pool here. Um, uh, <laughs> True story. They they ended up draining the pool, <laughs> cleaning it, repainting. Pretty crazy, but that's that's what happens when you have a, a raised rowdy pool rager, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we had been in the pool earlier that week too, but just like a couple of us, and yeah, that it got pretty crazy. Got to meet other people, great people from your neighborhood that had access to the pool too. So it's really cool. And yeah, being off your feet, that's. I've never had my feet hurt as bad as they do during CMA Fest. You're yeah. just on them so much and walking on cement yeah. the whole time. You know, it's just it's really aggressive in terms of uh, in terms of that. So it's uh, it's something it's something you know you need to take breaks. You need to have time downtime, and you're gonna miss some of the artists you yep, absolutely love. But in the long run, yeah, in the long run, you'll. Uh, You'll thank your, yourself. Yeah, your it's, for it's it. hot, guys. I mean, it's it's Nashville, and it's the first, second week of June. So, I mean, <laughs> it'd be great if they did this in a, di- a you know different time of year. Um, but we took a lot of breaks. Uh, we kind of made uh, Acme our home base that day uh, just because it was close yeah. to the riverfront stage that we talked about earlier and pretty good central location stage-wise. Um, but, man, we were, we were popping in there once every other hour at least – um, so, you know, things that we learned, uh, it's hot, uh, drink some water, um, sleeves are real yeah. dumb. Uh, so I, yeah, so stupid. So stupid. do not recommend having sleeves on. Um, <laughs> I rocked a button down a couple of days with like no buttons, you know, buttoned. <laughs> um, so, you know, just, I don't know what, what I'm trying to say here. I guess dress appropriately, uh, Think about, yeah, popping into a bar to uh, cool down here and there, drink a water. Um, but, I mean, man, what, what an experience. But it is a lot, man. It is a lot. Yeah, it's 
by the time it's over, you're like, man, that was amazing, but I'm ready to not do that again for another yeah, year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's one of those festivals that is just so, it's overwhelming in every sense of the word. There's music everywhere. There's bars everywhere. There's people everywhere, all having the best time of their lives. You know, it's just, it's such a really cool event. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely something that, man, it, the, the artists do it for the fans. It's that's not something the artists want to do. They don't want to be outside in a hundred degree heat, not getting paid, donating their time to a charity. Right. You know what I mean? They that they do it for us. They do it for the diehard fans. They do it for the people that they know are only going to get to see them that time each year. You know, it's it's really cool. It's really great for all those artists just just giving up their all to uh, to to be down there for for us for the fans. Yeah. You know? Killer event. So, so we uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We're gonna do, like I said, a couple of these um, in terms of some of the festivals that we got to go to this year, and this is the the first of those. And uh, just want to thank you guys for for listening and hearing some of the stuff that that we loved at CMA Fest, and hopefully it gets you ready to watch that you know special on ABC on the eighth, and then also get you ready to make plans to get down to a CMA fest of your own. We'll be here. So yeah, <laughs> we'll be back next year. We promise unless one of us dies. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you later.